Hey, my friend, you are listening to a free audio version of the He is Alive Lent study that I wrote. During this wild time, I'm begging God for it to be a time when you get to lock eyes on him for a bit and remember that in the midst of so much chaos and unknown, he is alive. Let's not wait for Easter Sunday to remember that. Let's celebrate him in the weeks leading up to it. Before we get started, I wanted to tell you about something that I really hope you will join me in doing. If you want even more of God's word in your life and you love learning from amazing women Bible teachers, then you have to join our community of a thousand plus women from all over the world at Online Women's Bible Study. Go to onlinewomensbiblestudy.com for more. At the end of today's session, I'll tell you how you can get a week free plus 10% off for life. Okay, let's get started on today's session from He is Alive. I'm praying for you today, and I love you so much. Week 8, Light Day, also Easter Sunday. Before you begin today's study, spend some time in prayer. Praise, repent, ask, yield, then stop and listen. Happy Easter. I hope this is a really sweet day and week for you as you celebrate. Question, what has Easter been about in the past for you? Be honest with how you filled your heart, mind, attention, and calendar during this time. Question, how has this year been different? I don't want one more minute to pass. Now is the time for you to see a visual reminder of what Easter is all about. But first, let's see what his word has to say. Write out this week's meditation verse, Ephesians 5.8. For at one time you were in darkness, but now you are light in the Lord, Walk is children of the light. It's time to light all seven candles. This, my sweet friends, is what Easter is all about. We were once in darkness, just as he was on that cross and in that tomb, but we are now light as he is light. This whole concept has been hard one for me to wrap my mind around and explain to others. I am such a skeptic. And this is one of the reasons I look so I took so long to come to faith in Jesus, as I simply couldn't get my hand my head around the concept of grace, redemption, and renewal. I didn't understand it until it happened to me. When I first came to believe, I knew I wanted to read through the Bible so I could learn about this Jesus I had chosen to follow. Not the best student, I decided to create my own reading plan that would would set me up for success and part of that plan had to start with a small book (laughs) i knew i wanted to read the new testament first but the gospels were pretty long so 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 were acts romans and one first and second corinthians so i landed in galatians my very first book i couldn't believe the words i had read and ever since i've always felt this connection to paul because my transformation was similar much like a saul to paul conversion One day I was one person and the next a totally different person. So when I came to Galatians 2.20, I remember saying out loud, no way, that's exactly what happened. My baby faith at the time had gotten gotten it and in, in ways I struggle getting now, two decades into following Jesus. Write out what Galatians 2.20 and underline what Christ does. Galatians 2.20, I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. And the life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. This is the Easter story. Jesus allowed us to be crucified with him on that cross. He took our sins with him on the cross. 
Romans 5.8 says that God demonstrated his love for us by dying on the cross, even though we were still sinners. That is a wild love. I struggled with this so much before coming to Jesus. I was ready to believe in him many months before I finally did, but I was so ashamed. I felt like I needed to clean up my life some before coming to him. I just didn't understand grace yet. The problem is I couldn't do it on my own. I would try to live like a good girl and then fail miserably. I needed a savior. Then one day I heard the story of Jesus weeping after he, after he heard about the death of his friend Lazarus, only to then raise him from the dead, John chapter 11. All of a sudden, the humanity of Jesus coupled with his life-raising power caught me. Minutes later, inside my car, I uttered the least eloquent and curse-word-filled prayer one has ever said while giving their life to Jesus. Question, what is your story? How did you come to believe? Each of our stories is unique. Not one is more amazing or special than the other. Or if you don't believe, what is holding you back? That day brought out the darkness and into light I was much like Lazarus, raised to life, given a second chance. However, I was dressed like him too. Read John chapter 11, 44, and describe how Lazarus appeared when he came out of the grave. Note also what Jesus said to the people. John eleven forty four, Lazarus, come out. The man who had died came out in his hands with feet bound with linen strips and his face wrapped with a cloth. And Jesus said to them, unbind him and let him go. Unlike when Jesus came out of the grave completely free of his grave clothes, Lazarus was still tightly bound. Coming to faith in Jesus and being raised to walk in the newness of life, Romans 6-4, doesn't mean we have it all together right away. We are, we are free, but we are still bound. I hope the At the Cross repentance days were freeing for you and not shame-inducing. So often we hide in two camps, deeply aware of our depravity and stuck in shame or false humility, or we live only in grace while choosing to, to deny that there is still sin. We aren't meant for either place. Unbind him and let him go. That's what Jesus said when Lazarus was raised to walk a new life, called from darkness to light. This week's meditation verse says for us to, for us to live as children of the light. And Galatians 2.20 says, And the life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. Question. What does this mean to you? How do you live unbound as, as a child of the light by faith in the Son of God? You aren't meant to do this alone. Jesus is the only one who can bring us to new life, but he uses us to do the unbinding. In other words, when we live as children of light by faith in God, then our love unbinds people. Ask others to come into your life. Join a church that teaches the Bible and fosters community with one another. Warning, it will be messy. And prepare to be disappointed because the church is filled with humans just like you. They may look extra fancy this Easter morning, but they are just like you. Find mentors and friends who will help you in the unbinding, who could also use your help in theirs. Question, what church are you a part of and how could you connect more with its people? Do you have a community to support you and you support them? Question, what friends would you like to spend more time with? Friends who make you feel a little less bound when you are with them. List two to five friends and put it on your to-do list to reach out to them this week. Question, who could you actively help to unbind in your life? Who could you be a light to? As we wrap up this study, I want you to write a prayer thanking Jesus for his life. 
List out specific things you learned from him as you read about his life. Then surrender yours in return again. Not a rededication because we don't need to pray your prayer, pray that prayer again, but something you can do every day, like daily prayer that yields our lives to him. Ask him to help you find or connect with the church family. Invite him into your relationships and beg that they become ones where unbinding like Lazarus and his friends happens naturally and intentionally. Finally, surrender yourself to be a light to many all around you. As always, I am here for you all year round. You can email me anytime at BibleStudy at BeckyKaiser.com. Friend, I so hope you enjoyed today's session of the He is Alive Lent study, that one episode at a time you are drawing closer and closer to Jesus. Can I ask you to do one thing for me before you head off? Would you snap a pic or a screenshot of you listening to this? I want as many women as possible to have access to this free Lent study. After all that is happening this year, I believe we've never needed something like this more. I know that I need this so badly. And if you do post on social media, tag me at Becky Kaiser, K-I-S-E-R. And don't forget to hit that subscribe button for the More Than Ordinary podcast so each episode shows up as we release them. Finally, if you haven't already, sign up for Online Women's Bible Study at onlinewomensbiblestudy.com. Use the promo code MOREThanOrdinary in all caps when you sign up to get 10% off for life. Plus, when you sign up today, you automatically get a week to try it out. This spring, we are going through people and passages in scripture that live more than ordinary lives. You will love it and the amazing variety of teachers. I love you so much, and I'll see you for the next session.